Hi, my name is Janine Cargo. And I'm Shadi Shakur. And you're, and you're listening, listening to the, the 919 Podcast. Podcast. Welcome. You are listening to the 919 Podcast, the only show all about the over 1.5 million people transforming the triangle. I'm your host, John Carter. Okay, on today's episode, I am joined by Shade and Janine, who are helping to throw the city of Durham a gigantic birthday party. It's called Durham 150, and it's celebrating all the amazing history, uh, present, and future of the city and its impact. I learned the word sesquicentennial, and you'll hear all about the over 150 events that are taking place between now and the end of the year. So even if you don't live in Durham, this is definitely something you should not miss. On a side note, if you've been listening recently, you know that I recently bought a house with my wife, Katie. And if you're considering putting down roots in the 919 or moving up to a larger home here, you should definitely contact Ashley Quinn with Fonville Morrissey, Premier Agents Network, to buy or sell your home. So Ashley was actually featured in one of my uh, past podcasts, and she really knows her stuff. She has a detailed marketing plan and pricing strategy for the sale of your home, and she also has a proven multiple offer strategy for buyers like Katie and myself. I'm also such a big fan because Ashley helped us buy our home. She was friendly, answered my hundreds of questions that I had, and is definitely someone we were glad to have on our side when shopping for houses. You can reach her at ashley at ashquinn.com. That's at A-S-H-Q-U-I-N-N.com. She's great. Okay, let's move on to my discussion with Janine and Shade at Durham 150. Okay, I'm here with Janine Cargo, project manager, and Shade Shakur, project assistant over at Durham 150. Janine and Shade, thanks so much for being on the 919 podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited to talk about how we're going to celebrate Durham this year. This is really exciting. First, let's talk about you two. Uh, Tell me your whole story. No. Um, (laughs) How'd you get to Durham? Uh, What kept you here? What do you enjoy doing in the Triangle? And then we'll get into more like uh, what you do for Durham 150. So Janine, you want to go first? Yeah. So um, I am originally from Charlotte, North Carolina, but my family, uh, my parents are both from Durham, um, born and bred. I spent my summers here in Durham. Um, I actually went to North Carolina Central University um, just to return to the city. Um, and my background's in public relations and marketing. Um, so when I saw that there was a job to help promote the city of Durham through its birthday, I was really excited and um, had just moved back to this area about four years ago and was happy to jump on board. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Shade, how did you get to be in Durham? Yeah, so I'm originally from Marietta, Georgia, right outside Atlanta. I came here to teach, actually. Um, so after my tenure teaching, um, while in grad school at Duke, I uh, substitute taught. So I was able to get a vast perspective and view of Durham in such a wonderful and unique way. So I was able to teach at most of the schools in Durham. And uh, since then... Most of the, you taught in a lot? I, I substitute taught at most of the schools in Durham. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, I did. Um, so that gave me like a, a great introduction of what Durham is. My husband, I met him at the school where I taught. 
So I was basically (laughs) melted into the culture immediately. And I became a Duramite almost immediately. (laughs) Um, So I am a mental health educator and uh, a community organizer. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. So um, you had talked earlier, this is basically a big birthday party for Durham. So let's talk more about Durham 150 uh, at a high level. What are, what are, what is it? So it's the official year-long commemoration of Durham's incorporation of a city, um, which occurred back in 1869. Um, the way that I like to phrase it is that it's Durham's birthday party. We're 150 <laughs> years old, and we're going to celebrate throughout the year of 2019 um, all the things that make Durham what it is. So talking about the past, the present, the future, um, some really hard things like social equity and democracy, um, and then also celebrating through education and arts and, and history historical um commemorations as well awesome yeah uh this is the i'm gonna butcher this this is a sesquicentennial <laughs> that's, that's the first challenge okay. to everyone so, right tell me say it with a sesquicentennial sesquicentennial yeah. no so if you can say centennial <laughs> centennial all you have to do is add sesqua to the top sesqua yeah uh-huh. centennial sesqua. yeah yeah you i got, got it. it that's it see yeah <laughs> And so, then it's Spanish. We practiced Spanish last oh, week. Oh, Lord, don't oh. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds much fancier. You don't have that. <laughs> Which means 150. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or 150 anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So that's really cool. Um, I know the celebration, and this is all, a lot of this from the website, but... Uh, this is focusing on the past, present, future. So what does that mean? Um, so we have um, a series of events and exhibits, um, just different community conversations and projects that will recognize um, the people, spirit, and values of the city. So essentially what we're doing, um, we have four themes. Um, and we can go over the four themes, but it's um, it's art and educate. It's art and Ew, sorry. It's, um, <laughs> we have to start in order. In order. It's, it's um, history and education. <laughs> Innovation and entrepreneurship, arts and leisure, and social equity and robust democracy. So those are the cornerstones of the project of the celebration. And essentially, what we're doing is um, we're going through the community and we're talking to everyone, asking them to um, kind of concept and have an event that celebrates Durham and um, also the history as well. So um, that's really what it is. That's awesome. Well, I'd love to get into all those four categories and kind of the yeah. events that you're doing. What's the what's the actual day? Do we have an actual birthday? Yeah. So um, the celebration this year is going to be April the 13th. So that's our celebration. We'll be at American Tobacco Campus all day long from 10 to 2. But Durham's actual birthday is April the 10th. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Of 1869. Gotcha. So let's talk about some of those different... uh, I want to talk about the events because there's a lot of really cool ones. Mm -hmm. So uh, what was the first category that you've mentioned? History and education. Yeah. What what are we doing for history and education? Because there's a lot here. There's a lot that's happened in Durham. So There is. There's many exhibits, um, and we've been partnering with the Museum of Durham Durham History, and they're doing exhibits throughout the year. some of the other things we've done is um, we've done just like kind of nod backs and um, just different um, different events that are talking about the history. So whether it's an exhibit that talks about the um, history of the Enos that have been here, um, maybe it's talking about um, just anything from like racial equity. Um, so anything that's kind of talking about what's happened to the city in the past 150 years is fair game. Wow, that's really good. What are some of the highlights? Um... You just mentioned a few, but... So one thing I would say is that there are... um, So there's two 
there's the cornerstones, right? There's the four themes of the of the celebration, um, but there are two major events that are happening. So April 13th is the opening celebration at American Tobacco Campus. We will do a closing celebration. It will be held at DPAC on November the 2nd, um, and that will be a um, another nod to history, some musical selections, and um, we're creating some fun things for that. So those are our two kind of main events, but throughout the rest of the year, what we're trying to do is have 150 kind of community crowdsourced events that fit within one of the four themes. Wow. So you guys have to organize all of those. <laughs> so actually what we're doing, um, we are in charge of outreach. So we are going out, we're hosting um, several public sessions at different libraries and different public spaces to tell everyone about the celebration, to talk about the available grants that we have through the overall project. Um, but we are really leaning on the community to kind of take um, take the ownership of the events. Wow, so it's not all put on by, uh, is your parent company Discover Durham? So we sit under Discover Durham. Um, the way that this came about was there was a grant, um, or sorry, there was some funding from the city um, to help kind of um, jumpstart this project. And then we're doing um, fundraising as well to help kind of pull in some funds to pull off the overall celebrations. Wow. Um, but we do sit with Discover Durham. So I didn't know that. So it's not just you guys making all the events, it's people just saying, hey, we have a cool that idea. That would be near impossible. Like, that's, well, that's what I was thinking. Right. I was like, this so, is crazy. The genius of this project is that we're pulling from the uniqueness and beautiful genius of the community so that they, they're to um, harbor on the things that they're already doing and then basically bring that into the fold for this project throughout the year to celebrate Durham. And so what I would say, too, is that... Um, about a year ago, um, Mayor Shul pulled pull together a convening committee of several different people from several different major organizations, um, like Discover Durham, Museum of Durham History. Um, there are people that sit um, on the committee from um, the, just like the um, city offices and things of that nature. So there's a steering committee or a convening committee, but then also there's several other committees, like a fundraising committee, a grants committee, um, communications committee. So all of these individual committees are kind of coming together to help pull together this huge project. Wow. Well, let's, uh, by the way, Steve's a friend of the pod. Yeah. So he, he was on the podcast <laughs> once he's upon so a time. Cool. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. And he, he always wears bow ties. Yeah. So, right. so. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, well, let's talk more about, so we talk about the four categories. We talk about arts and history. Um, what was the other one? There's a leisure so, or something? Yeah, so we just uh, talked about history and education. Oh, yeah. And then innovation entrepreneurship. This is, um, if, you, if you look at the themes, they're very broad, and that's on purpose so that we could incorporate all different things. So basically, if you submit an event, you would most likely fit into one of these themes at least. Um, so just to be able to take in all um, of what's coming in from the community. But for innovation entrepreneurship, this is one that we still would love to see more from the community from. We do have some, um, like uh, one example would be Larger Than Life Science. Um, they have a program every month, and that is with Launch Bio. Okay, awesome. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, some of it sounds like a lot of the events, there, there's definitely some events taking place, but right now you're just trying to get the word out uh, so people can submit their ideas, right? Yeah, so if you go to www.durham150.org, um, there is, at the very top of the webpage, there is a um, place where you can submit your event. So so long as your event aligns with one of the four themes and it's happening in the year of 2019 <laughs> all the way till December 31st, um, you can have your event put um, approved and put on the Durham 150 event calendar. Um, from there, what you receive is a toolkit of um, information of how to kind of market your event. We will help kind 
kind of promote it and amplify the message of whatever your event is about through our social media channels. Um, right now, I think at last count, we had about 72 events and our goal is 150. So wow. we're almost there. That's, <laughs> that's great. There. Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about some of the events that are already going to take place. I know a lot of them, a lot of these are in April, mm -hmm. but uh, what's the neighborhood's hike? That sounded interesting. Yeah, yeah so that, that's what I'm our friend, John Shelp. Because <laughs> uh, the first time I talked to him, I was like, is it Shelp or Schlepp? He's like, people always say it's Schlepp, but it's Shelp. Um, he is taking people through a tour through West Durham, and, and there's different hikes throughout the year, I'm pretty sure. And he's uh, just having people explore the history of Durham through these hikes. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's mm -hmm. so cool. Some of the older neighborhoods and everything. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, and I, did he submit that idea? or is, He did. Okay, yeah. that's really cool. He submitted it. Uh, tell me about Tap Takeover, which sounds great, by the way. The 150th Tap Takeover is one brewery bringing in other breweries to give their spin on the their 150th flavor. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely, I can add my expertise if you, if you need other hands for that. But Well, April is beer month. April is beer month, so. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so the opening celebration, that's uh, April 13th. What's going to happen then? Yeah, so um, there'll be just different what we're calling neighborhoods where mm -hmm. um, we're exploring all of these themes in a, um, a real setting. So whether that's creating something mm -hmm. um, that's artistic or seeing some art, arts, um, there'll be dances, there will be food trucks. Um, and so really what we did is pulled on some of our community kind of... Um, uh, People, I don't know. People, <laughs> organizers, organizers <Yeah. laughs> to um to lead these lead the event. So basically, what we did again was really crowdsource, and um, we have an event company that we worked with this the special event company that helped kind of pull it together um to do all the overall planning. That's awesome. And it's going to be there in, uh, right in smack dab in the middle of the tobacco campus, We're right? taking over the entire, yeah, American wow. tobacco campus. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, There'll good. be um, one of the really fun events that you want to make sure you get there for. Um, there's a, a duck race, a mm -hmm. bull duck race down um, in the water. So um, it'll be kind of like where you get a ticket and you put your duck out and see who is the winner. So It almost um, feels like the fair because I think yeah. there's an event at the NC State Fair. Yeah, so like that's that. like one of the don't miss That's events. great. Well, I want to yeah. brag when I was really little, I, I think I won that Ooh. at the fair. Oh, so really I might, now? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I'm really good at that, the duck. <laughs> that's really cool. Okay, so I saw one that was really interesting, uh, pork, pickles, peanuts. So Sade, let's hear about that. It sounds like a lot of food, which I'm a fan of. Right, okay, so um, this event is talking about the staples of North Carolina and uh, <laughs> basically generations that have enjoyed this type of food over the years. Um, so they're gonna explore the, the foods as a part of the daily life of that time. And they're inviting other people to come as part of the, to be a part of the barbecue and pie tasting. So oh, that's cool, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> So if you go to the website um, and you click um, Durham150.org, you can go to the events tab. Um, there's all the information there. So um, I would definitely check them out so that you can get on the list Awesome. To eat. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, let's, I wanted to hear, pulling together all these events, so 72 so far, there's going to be over 150, um, cross your fingers. So what, what's the biggest challenge so far in planning all of this? And organizing all of this? Um, I would say the biggest challenge is really getting the word out. We have a goal um, that we reach 95% 
awareness. Um, and so what we've been tasked with um, is really kind of making sure there's no stone um, left unturned. Um, so we are really, I would say, is outreach is the biggest um, challenge is how do we get this message out to everyone, um, even down to um, from a translating standpoint, how do we reach certain communities like um, Spanish communities or Hispanic communities to um, get the message to them. And so really looking at the different um, committee members um, to kind of say, who else have we not reached that we need to touch? So um, really outreach, I think, is, is the biggest fun challenge. Gotcha. Right. What kind of, I'm um, curious, what kind of different mediums are you going through uh, for outreach? So you said you're on TV. Yeah, um, I mean, there's been a That's combination cool. of media interviews. Um, we are hosting um, celebrations at local library, or sorry, um, meetings at local libraries so that we can take everyone through just the history of Durham, talk about the grants that are available, talk about the programming that we're um, expecting people to kind of pull together and put on on behalf of themselves as an individual or an organization. Um, so I think uh, really just like I said, getting the word out really is our um, fun challenge, but biggest challenge. That's awesome. Any funny stories in planning? I can mm. just imagine. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I think um, one one of the uh, funny things, um, but it's actually really um, endearing and speaks well to the community of Durham. Um, we put on several different outreach meetings, um, and there's one particular gentleman. Um, I won't say who, um, <laughs> yeah, but every um, every outreach meeting we've had, he's shown up, um, and we've let him know, you know, hey, you know, we're we're still talking about the same program. If you'd like like us to help you with like some thoughts of um, how you can kind of pull together your project, would love to help. But um, it really just speaks to the eagerness of the community of Durham and how willing and open and excited everyone is to celebrate. So um, right. I think that's really the fun thing that we keep running into the same uh, people in different spaces. Um, but that speaks to how, you know, hometown Durham kind of is. That's cool. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to rapid fire some questions uh -oh. for you guys. Uh, some of them might be harder <laughs> than others. Round. Okay, ready? Sure. Okay. Uh, and there's not a point system, just whoever can answer. <laughs> but uh, this might be an easier one. So when was Durham founded? 1869, April 10th. Okay, you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to start with the, the good, April 10th. Who is Durham named for? Oh, Bull, um, is it Bill Durham? No, Bartlett Durham. Bartlett Durham. Well, Bartlett yes. Durham. Yeah. Isn't his first name like William? Bartlett Leonidas Durham. Oh, Leonidas. Oh, <laughs> which I love that middle name. That is a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first major industry in Durham. Tobacco. Yeah. 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 My dad used to work um, down at... The tobacco house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, it's cool because I grew up in Winston-Salem. That's uh -huh. all tobacco. Uh -huh. And then I now live in the Triangle, and we have a city Same right thing. here that's built on tobacco. So yeah. it's, uh feels, you know, I feel at home. Uh, what did, okay, what did Duke University go by before Duke University? Oh, that's a good one. You went to Duke. I know. And you I should know, know this. this. No excuses. It's, it's um, you have a triangle. Durham University? No. No, no that was the, that was not I don't know. Tell us. Trinity College. Oh, I did know I knew that. that. Oh, oh yeah. Right. You know why? Because Trinity Avenue is right down here. I knew that. My uh, okay. on Trinity. Okay. okay, so this is for both of you. Favorite restaurant in Durham? Uh, I'm so excited. Right now, because you, you, know, you don't want to play favorites, but right now, what's your favorite restaurant? Dames. I'm so excited that Dames just reopened <laughs> down yes. the street. So I would say, hands down, I used to wait right here on Main Street and sit like in the car and... Um, I'm so excited that they've expanded. So that's I, I'm also excited. So I need <laughs> some schmears in my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is tough. Okay, the place I've been going to the most is Neomons. Mm. Mm. And it's right here. We both go there like, like once a week. 
That's my favorite spot right now, especially for lunch. That's good. I love favorite place to get an adult beverage or coffee. Ah, uh, I've been hanging out at Unscripted lately. Unscripted. I'm sorry, not Unscripted. Um, Drum Drum Hotel. Drum Hotel. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good little pop-in spot, real quick. I would say Bu Cafe. That's a good Bu one. Cafe. That's my favorite coffee. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. You obviously live and work downtown, or at yeah. least work downtown. So. Uh, favorite event for Durham 150 so far? Mm, I would say um, Andre Leon Talley came back in um, February. Um, he was at Hillside, and I think that was really cool. Um, for people who don't know who that is. Uh, he is, is a major fashion mogul. Um, I think he's with Vogue. He is just known for like all things fashion. Um, again, fun fact, my father grew up um, in Walltown in the West End and grew up with him, and so I've heard about him. And so for me, I've always wanted to meet him just because my dad's always talked about him. It's so. like an uncle that... Yes, don't yeah, even really, really know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know you, but yeah. Don't really know him, but That's cool. Yeah. All right. Where do people go to find out more about Durham 150? Yeah, so um, www.durham150.org. That Easy is now. where you find out everything exactly. Um, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, we're Durham NC 150. Awesome. Yeah. Can I add in my favorite event? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, um, I, the Royal Ice Cream Sit-In was so wonderful. It was talking about the sit-in that is not widely known because most people talk about the Greensboro Sit-In mm-hmm. um, in North Carolina, but this happened um, at the Royal Ice Cream Shop. And uh, wow. Mary Williams spoke and uh, hosted by Eddie. Eddie Davis. Eddie Davis, mm-hmm. right. So hosted by Eddie Davis. And it was wonderful to hear the history and how it was just like a regular day for her because um, it was just part of her life. She wasn't called to do anything. She just did it because she knew she had to do it. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So that already happened? Yes, it happened. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think cool. um, to add to that, um, next favorite, um, one that I think there's two not to miss, it's April 13th. Um, opening celebration mm-hmm. and November second closing celebration. Mm-hmm. Right. So, if you if you don't do anything, mm-hmm. um, we want everyone to kind of come to all events, but don't miss those. Right. Too. Good call. What's your call to action besides come to stuff? I think other than um, come and attend events, I would say to put on an event. This is an opportunity. If you um, are if you're an organization, if you're an individual, and you'd like to have any sort of event to celebrate Durham and the history, um, this is a time now. Um, if you need any sort of support, there are grants that we have. If you go to durham150.org backslash grants, all the information and the grants application is there. Um, you're not required to be a 501c3. You can be an individual putting on an event um, in celebration of Durham and our birthday and um, get some funding to help kind of jumpstart. Maybe you have a pet project. So um, that would be my next call to action. Just um, see what you can do to celebrate in your own way. Awesome. And I would say that, um, of course, we're accepting all the four themes. But at this point of the year, we really want to see more innovation, entrepreneurship, and social equity and robust democracy. So Not just any democracy. Robust, robust democracy. democracy. Right, okay. right. Yeah. Um, so just... Take a little bit of extra time to think about what you can do to help support those themes and um, to be highlighted in a special way. Very cool. All right, last question. What's your favorite thing about Durham? Mm, I'm a dancer and a creative artist, so oh, I just felt right at home just being in this place where diversity and art artistry is so celebrated and explored. So that's, that's what great. I love about Durham. I would say the innovation and the mm. opportunity to be an entrepreneur, um, like I said, my parents are from Durham. I, my entire family is here, and so it's fun for me sometimes to walk the streets and imagine, you know, this is a space or a place that where um, some of my elders have been. So, yeah. All right. Well, Janine and Sade, thanks so much for being on the 919 podcast. Thank you. Thank you.
You just listened to Janine and Sade talk about Durham 150. If you're new to the pod, follow on social media at The919Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Hit that subscribe button, tell at least one person about the podcast this week, and until next time, thanks for listening.